0: Hi, everybody.
1: Happy Halloween. We have a great show today, a special day. Halloween is uh, actually feels like it's been going on for about uh, three months straight, so uh, it's actually coming tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to read you just a little poem before we get started from The Magical Leaping Lizard Potion. And um, I'm not going to read the whole book. I'm just going to read um, the little potion that I have. And uh, here we go. Here we are. Ready at last to make our potion a potion of the past, a potion for now, a potion for then. Please give us the okay to be on our way. One, two, three, please, dear Millie, come out, come out. The show is now over. It's time to begin. We all can see you really can swim. Bones, bones, come to me. Inside our potion is where you want to be. Garlic and onions will give it some taste. Milk and flour will make it like paste. Corn and nuts will be a plus, and if that's not enough, we'll put in more stuff. Ice cream, eggs, raisins, and honey, now it's the beginning to smell really funny. Oops. Lizards, lizard! It's time to leave, so hurry to the top and out you will plop. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh! Please swim to the top and out you will come. Plop, plop, plop. Okay, this is a cute little book I wrote years ago, and uh, kids love it. And it's not exactly for Halloween, but it's good for Halloween. So um, anybody can read this. Any time of the year kids really like it it's kind of like um well i think it's a cute book and mikey brooks illustrated it and he's a great illustrator he's been on the show before he has five of his own children that he takes care of and his wife works so he comes on every now and then when he can <laughs> he as he's a busy busy guy and he was supposed to be on a, a few weeks ago but his wife was ill and uh, he'll be on again and uh, my book is out there at amazon and um it's also in an audio book, which makes it really fun. All right, we're going to talk today to three people that you really need to know in the children's field. Uh, Mandy will not be here. Um, she'll be on again. She wasn't feeling well. But we'll talk a little bit about Mandy later. But we have um, somebody that I met just recently, and she's got a really interesting concept for books, and it's the fundamentals for reading, and it's the from, well, magic bean bookstore and that's liette regwan and then we have judy schneider who has been on several times before she's a children's author and she is also a thriller author and i've known her for years her husband was my client when i was an agent and that's how we met and i kept telling her you can write a book you can write a book and she did um write <laughs> thrillers but she does have a children's book and um then we're going to have also on the show, Rich Lindvell who's also been on the show so many times and he's always welcome. He has started a great Facebook page which is actually how I think I started meeting all these new you know, children's authors. And um one of the things I want to say I've decided that I say this quite frequently, it's unfair how people are not even paying that much attention to children's books. That's why when I noticed the magic, you know, being, I said, oh, this is a good thing. Because honestly, I've done shows for almost 10 years, and we used to do a lot of children's shows, and I just, people aren't getting the support that they need, and I think, Um, By some of the things you're going to hear today, you know there are people out there that are supporting children's authors. I'm probably, starting in December, going to make um, sure that once a month I have a show and um, people can sign up if they want to be on it because I really think it's important. Um, I haven't written lately children's books. I've been writing romantic comedies, but it's so important that kids learn to read, that they listen, and they have a good time while they're learning this. This is a great skill, because if you can read, everything else seems easier. So I'm hoping that um, people will pay. You know, I know that there's a lot of groups on Facebook, and there's a lot of children's authors, and I, I'm really hoping that all the authors that have been on my show and are on the Facebook and all these, my risk, my my new page for it's called risk takers that they will they, they, a lot of them have kids so i mean i really think if we don't start pushing it kids will not be reading so i'm gonna let everybody introduce themselves and um i think uh liette how are you it's nice that you're on the show i'm so happy you're on thank and you i think so you started nice. something great so i want you to tell people all about what you yeah. do and why you started to do this because honestly it's really something that's so important that hasn't been done in a while where people just aren't paying mm-hmm. attention to the children's mm-hmm. authors like they should so tell us all about yourself
2: absolutely well first of all Marsha, thank you so much for having me it's oh you're that. welcome it's an honor to you. and uh i know you were reading from the magical leaping lizard potion yes. that you wrote i have it right here in front of me and i oh, also good. want to mention uh, your book is on our top recommended uh this month's reading list so yes, if there's thank another you book so much for it that it thank you month. oh absolutely and uh there's another uh you know on magic beans bookstore it's on there and it's an amazing book and we love it so thank you for that oh,
1: thank you um, thank you and i want you to tell everybody about it because i think people should be on your site because it's really important yeah. so go ahead
2: thank you thank you so much so um, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I have uh, I'm a mom of three children, three little kids, and the entire um, you know foundation of Magic themes definitely started uh, when they were born. They are they are small. They are three, five, and seven, so they're just getting you know started on their educational journey. But I'll tell you something, my husband and I read to them when they were still in the womb, and they yeah. came out, literally, I mean, until now, they have a very strong passion for reading, a very strong passion for books, and all of that is not by accident, it's very much on purpose, we yes. read to them every single night, which I think is so, so important to I read agree. To your children at night, until they know how to read themselves, or even when they do, they read you read together, Um, But we read to them every single night, and we have a passion in our home for books. And that's where really, you know, the being of Magic Beans started. And um, my husband uh, is a children's author, and that that passion came from when we started, you know, with the reading and everything to our children. And he um, self-published a couple books um, a couple years ago, and he did well. But, you know, he also has a full-time job. He works six days a week and the uh, marketing aspect of, you know, uh, sharing the book and marketing it was another full-time job in itself, yeah. and um, yeah, and like most self-published authors know, I mean, that is, it's, you know, it's a, it's, if you put it, you have to put in a lot of hours, a lot of money, um, and we, we started researching, and I said, you know, this is, can't be, you can't be the only one with, you know, this this problem, and that's where we said we want to help indie authors because we started researching a lot of the indie books and the self-published books and noticed that many of them were, you know, outside the box and just diverse and a lot of different topics. And I, I, I fell in love with, um, you know, like the, the messages they, they, they were bringing and just, just the whole industry um, where, you know, traditional publishing is, is great too, but, you know, sometimes they shy away from very outside the box topics and it's just kinda like, okay, let's keep yeah. it Yeah, and let's keep it, you know, you know, politically correct and all that. And yep. um, and we we started, you know, researching and, and seeing a lot of wonderful indie indie books out there and we said we, we want to make a home. We want to make a home for self-published authors to, um, to showcase their work, to feature them, to promote them, to celebrate them. And, and that led to you know, another passion, which was giving back and literacy and um, the unfortunate crisis of literacy in our youth today. And like you said yeah. earlier in the beginning, reading is the absolute foundation of everything. If you can't read, then what are you going to do? You know, it is the foundation of everything. And it is so crucial among our children and and, and especially, um, you know, researching and looking at the rates and the literacy statistics in our country in the United States almost in the year 2020 is just it's alarming it's, it's yeah you know it's a it's a crisis and a war that we should not be fighting today it's just to be very you're absolutely right. right
1: i mean there's no doubt about that and yeah. that is why when you know that you came to be i saw yours you know what you were doing and it's really great and um th- this is so important we're going to talk more about this because this is like the main topic and also okay what to you know judy you might as well just introduce yourself because you've been on but let's hear a little bit about you
3: sure my name is Judy Snyder, and actually, it's it. I I also um, have been uh, reading and love books, and my kids my kids are in the thirties. But they from from when I was pregnant with them on, um, I've always read books. They've always loved books. We've always had books in our house, and I started writing children's books. Actually, I took a uh, when my kids would t- were taking their nap, I would I took a um, one of the right away courses, uh, Children's Institute for writing children's <laughs> books. And then, um, you know, through the years, actually having kids gave me lots of ideas for stories. I mean, and their friends gave me lots of ideas um, for stories that were really kid books. And um, by profession, I'm a retired social worker, but I worked for about 10 years in a school in a children's library, a reading to children and coming up with themes along with my coworkers. And so that's where I really got this passion for what a kid's – you know, want to listen to, what what excites them. We get kids coming in and saying, mm, I don't like anything. And then by the end of, you know, a couple times they would find the book they like and just get hooked, which is very cool. But I know, um, Rich, I saw on your, your thing too, Rich, and you'll talk about it later, but some of the books that you wrote are the ones that we looked for in our school that the kids would like. And um, so what I do now is, is um, I wrote two children's books. One, I'm a Cat Writers member. And I wrote one about a cat that's adopted by a family and all the fun that follows. And my fun silly. I like to make them silly and humorous and heartwarming. And the second one I wrote with my sister, Joni. And it's called I Love You, Be Careful. And it's uh, fam- following this girl uh, through her family, through all the bike riding and the the uh, driving the car for the first time when the parents would always say, I love you, be careful. And that's really a grown-up book in the sense that the illustrations are beautiful by cat- Katie Driver. But it's really for grown-ups. I get a lot of people that want that for baby showers, and it's a very sentimental book with with nice it illustrations. It is
1: for you know Mother's you know, Day and Grandmother's Mother's and Day. Mother's Day re- and yeah. you know, and it's really it's a it's a popular book,
3: you know, and it's and it year-round. Was, thank you. It was fun writing with my sister too, um, but the other part is Marsha. I have to. She said it earlier, but I have to thank her because I said I could never write fiction. I could never do fiction, and she would bug me. She would bug me over and over.
1: <laughs> yes, you can.
3: Yes, you can. And I've been listening to her shows for a number of years, and so I started writing thrillers and and not gory ones, not too violent, but you know uh, thrillers and and with World Castle Publishing. The first ones I did were indie or I should say uh, ex-Liberis, and um, these ones are with World Castle. And so I got hooked on writing thrillers, and I have a series of three that are out now. And I always pick um, stories that happen in real life, like what if someone calls you and asks for a donation and you say no? Well, one of my main characters said no, and what happened after that? And so I try to find normal things that would – be scary, not again, not not violent, but scary, and um, so that's what I'm doing. So I'm now I'm marketing. I'm not writing anything currently, but I have lots of kids' books in mind and thrillers in mind. Um, so I'm taking a little break and doing more marketing now. And there
1: we go. That marketing comes up. Okay, all right, Rich. <laughs> Here we come to Rich. All right, you know I've met so many people from your site. I mean, and it's it's really a an unbelievable type of group where everybody really does share a lot of things. So do you want to tell you a little bit about yourself and why you started this and how great it's become?
4: Uh, well, I enjoyed teaching for 48 years, all grade levels from preschool up to college. And my favorite is um, seventh and eighth because I love the debates and the arguments and uh, having the students um, analyze and and, and and figure out something. But um, after I taught for 48 years and retired, my wife said, call your granddaughter. And I said, why? And she said, you've been telling stories for 48 years. You might as well write them down, ask your granddaughter what kind of books she likes. And so I asked my granddaughter and I asked my grandson. And she she liked unicorns. So I've written a unicorn jokes for kids. And my grandson, he likes fables and he likes uh, scary stories and he likes uh, the uh, – uh, science fiction and so I've, I've written and written stories for him and my grandchildren that motivate me but also I go to the local schools and I read stories and I talk with them about what kind of stories they like and which ones they want to hear and, and what they think of a particular story. And I, I try to do some interactive stories where the, whatever the students say um, they can interact with the story and, and think of different endings or different ways that the story can turn out. Uh, I you know, and I think, called... you know,
1: everybody on here today, you know, has the same goal, you know, and it's Halloween, mm-hmm. so we're going to have a little fun, though. But the thing is, is that, um, well, Mandy's not here, but she also is, you know, um, has, she's a new publisher, and which is really good for children's books. It's called Two Girls in a Reading Corner, and she's out there, oh, yes. so, um, yeah, you know, and I think that. Everybody, if everybody gets together, like, you know, it's like Liet was saying, I mean, this is so important. So, I mean, now we'll open the discussion to anything everybody wants to talk about, but we'll keep it a little with Halloween with one. uh, So, like, how does everybody feel about Halloween? I mean, you know, it used to be for kids, but now it's like so big out there. I mean, it really starts in August. You know, Liette, what do you think about this? What's going on with Halloween?
2: Oh, it's been in my house. Yeah, like you said, it's been going on for about four months now. I mean, yeah. Like every other day, they want to be a different, a different uh, costume and a uh, different character, and they just when is when is it and how many more days and the calendar. It's it's yeah, it's gotten crazy. It's absolutely nuts in my house, but I love it. I mean, I love it. It brings uh, back the the child in all of us, I think, and um, like you said, it's become. I feel like. Bigger than the, you know, bigger than everything. But um, it is. It's a, it's fun a huge win- holiday. It's a huge holiday. I'm just saying. But it's fun. It's, it's fun. Yes. It gets you, um, you know, it gets the little kids, uh, um, they're not as scared anymore because they like to see the ghosts and the goblins and all those things. So my, my son, he, he wants to get spooky. I have a three year old and he likes it. He's like, oh, I want to go see like all the scary things. And so it's fun. It's a fun holiday and I can't wait. I mean, they have a lot going on this week.
1: Well. My, son, my son was scared of it always. He hated Halloween. He still does. He's grown as <laughs> his own son. And it's like he, he just was always scared. And I know I worked for pediatricians at the time, and the, and he wouldn't want to dress up. So they'd go, just let him not dress up. And he didn't. You know, he would go like a business suit or just something like that. He still <laughs> does not like it. And, um, you know, I think some people still are scared of things like this, you know. And, well, we have the Joker out there <laughs> with that, the movie and so, I think just looking at that for a lot of people is scary you know but i think some kids like you say the, the scarier the better you know yeah. um I grew up, my 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 last name was, it is, Casper, you know, and so it was always Casper yeah. the Ghost. And now they now it's like everywhere you go, you hear Casper the Ghost. And that mm-hmm. is one of the things. Besides <laughs> having the name Marsha, they would go Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. The Brady Bunch so is kind of like weird. People still to this day, when I meet them, doesn't matter what age they are, they cannot help themselves. They have to yeah. do that. <laughs> you know it's like a necessity but you know kids you know and if they are scared sometimes it does carry through you know and one of the things if the kids are scary it's if, if they're scared you probably shouldn't push them because that never works you know uh eventually they get over it hopefully you know but most kids really the more gory i mean they love it you know and well, it, Go ahead.
2: Well, now they have those things that, um, you know, all the. Um, I'm in California, so they have in, um, you know, the Universal Studios, and the, they have all those horror nights that you go to, and and at the Oh really? Night. Oh wow. Oh yeah, they have they have them everywhere, and it's like a, you know, well, what do they do there? House? What do they do? What do they do? Oh, it it is. It is. I would, I would, I went one time and I said never again because I literally could not sleep for three days. It was really, really oh really wow, because it, it's really done well because it's uh, you know, it's they the tickets are really expensive, they're like 60 70 dollars. And wow. you, you, I mean, they go all out, and it's you're walking through, everything is uh, um, you know, haunted and everything. And they have these people come out and jump and scare you, and it's they're, they're, oh my the way they look it's just like the special <laughs> effect makes is crazy. Oh my goodness! Oof. It is crazy what they do now. But well, that's people, Hollywood. Yeah. But, wait, Hollywood. It is totally Hollywood. Exactly. Wow. Totally. <laughs> but we, we, yeah, some people. Love we would
4: Hollywood. have Halloween at, Yeah, we would have Halloween at the school, and we would set up a, a haunted house tour that kids had the choice of going through it or not. But as they went through it, somebody would scare you, and there would be a toy chainsaw, or there would be, you would reach into <laughs> yeah. this uh, a slot, toy and you chainsaw. would squeeze. Oh, the, my God. Yeah, and you reach into this slot, and there would be uh, grapes that you would squeeze that would be eyeballs, and <laughs> oh. and uh, the kids would come out laughing, and, and the ones that enjoyed it. But it, I used to wonder about the two favorite holidays, which is Christmas, which is wish fulfillment. But the other one is Halloween, and that's facing your fears. And yeah. students in um, the sixth, seventh, and at this sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, they and some high school students, they love the, the, the goosebumps. They love the scary stories because they're mm-hmm. facing their fears. they if they're afraid of spiders, they get to read about spiders. If they're afraid of ghosts, they get to read about ghosts. And then they face their fears and they overcome their fears. Yes, yeah.
2: yes, I agree with that. I used to love goosebumps reading. Growing up, Loved well, it. I, Right, 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 and you know, I think it, if you really love
1: it, I think even when you get older, it doesn't matter because you still want, you know, to be scared. And they do have a lot, you know, they haven't had, you know, like you know, some of the movies, you know, like Saw and all that. I, they're not, you don't really see them as much. They're on cable and things, but you know, um, but sometimes when they're really scary, some, you know, and I'm sure because now the the 3D. Is scary, even if it's not a Halloween movie. You know that stuff comes yeah. out. The, the kids. Do your kids like that? Everybody. Do your kids like that? I don't know. No, my kids
2: are way too young for that. No, not yet. And I don't. I
1: don't. Yeah. Know so, at what age would they start to go to that? I don't think. I. You know. I know. I never liked it myself. That's
4: around, around eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14, eleven, twelve. They, yeah. They, yeah. Like that. they start getting into the scary stuff, and when I do, when I read the Goosebumps in my class. I would say, um, if you don't want to listen to the goosebump story, uh, you can go outside and read a different book and have your oh, own book. And so I would that's have nice.
3: That's nice students. to do. Yeah, good.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah mm-hmm. I would have you know, two or three students on? say, and, and I, would, I would say, you know, go, go ahead and outside and read. And I'd say to the other ones, I said, no. You don't make fun of anybody who doesn't want to read scary stories because there was a time when you didn't want to read scary stories, and everybody's different. I said they yeah. they have the right not to listen to this story, and just yeah. like you have the right, you can sit outside the door there and read your own book, and don't don't bother to talk to anybody outside. And and so students, I would have two or three that always wanted to sit outside, mm-hmm. and um, but after a while, sometimes they'd come in and go. Now I want to listen to them And so they got yeah. curious and, and we Yeah they don't want to miss anything, they why, to miss
1: anything. Yeah. You know but also When you go to a movie though Don't you see the previews Some of them look scary for kids You know sometimes Because no. they do show previews of things You know when it, kids it, are in a yeah. movie
3: I have, that's one thing, um, I I don't like to be scared, we love Halloween, I think my kids in June, I think June, they start planning their Halloween costumes, the neighbors, Mm -hmm. and it was really fun, you know, and, and. But I myself—I mean, I love Halloween. I love when the kids come up to the door because my kids are grown, married, in different different cities. So I get a kid longing, you know. When you say you have kids at home, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know. And I do have a kid longing. And uh, uh, but but so I love when the kids come up to the door, you know. And we're real careful. My husband loves to dress up or he'll put on a cape, but he's real careful and he has a brain jello mold he has. Oh my so he'll say, would you really? like candy would oh like, you like brain mold? And, it, and he doesn't let him eat it, but it's, it's cute. <laughs> but um, when the little ones, you know, when the little ones come, he doesn't do that, you know, and um, yeah. he doesn't want to scare, you know, he will say like two-year-old coming, so, you know, we'll be real careful. And I just yeah, wear Yeah, they,
2: they have their limits, for sure. Yeah,
3: yeah. And I just wear, I mean, I wear something Halloweenish, but it's it's more like something I would have worn to school with the little ones, you know, and Pumpkin disc or something, yeah. but I love yeah. I love the Halloween I love the decorations and we used to have more scary ones when the kids were home, but we don't do that as much anymore. Um, but I love eating candy on Halloween. So what can I say? <laughs> Some people really uh, they really put already. a lot of stuff out. <laughs>
0: they,
1: you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes people you know on the outside they put a really lot of decorations out. I mean, everywhere. Oh, our, neighbor, our neighbor, our
3: neighbor does. It's so cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's Sorry. a lot of street care yeah,
2: that they block off. They block off the streets and you go in and you can't bring in a car. And you, the, I mean, the the um, effects the and the amount of work that they put into their homes, it is unbelievable. Yep. It's just such a sight to see. Amazing.
3: Really? Stuff. I haven't seen, is that is that in another, in cities do that?
2: They do it all over different different areas of, I mean, where mm-hmm. I live anyways, but different areas. They block off, like, um yeah, the, a few blocks where you can't, you know, you can't get in your oh, with your car. Oh, that's neat. Blocking. And you go from house to house, and you see all the, and sometimes they have, like, if you want to go in, they do, like, a haunted house. And it's really, really cool. And especially, like, when you have little kids, it's nice because you get to know all the different areas. And you get to meet your, you know, meet more neighbors and meet the community. So it's But it's
1: really, you're in cool. California. You're in California, right? Right. So, yeah, I'm in California. Yeah, when it's cold out, you know, like yeah. as I'm in Chicago, it's cold.
2: You know, already for uh, kids. Yeah, that's right. No, we're still in. in yeah, our, we're we're having a fire season right now, so it's not the best air. Well, cover oh, life. I
4: know. I've been watching. It's no. really
2: bad. I know. That's yeah. a, in our, in our town,
4: in our town, we have a small park where the kids come out and march around at a certain time in Halloween evening as a parade. So and then oh, that's cute. there'll be parents nice, there that handing cute. out candy to to, to to children and so that makes it really cute because you get to see all of the kids marching around showing off their costumes. So
1: yeah, cute. you know, and you know, that brings you know, like look at there's so many kids out there. I mean and it's like you know, why aren't the people on Facebook and Twitter and whatever, why are they not paying that much attention to the children's books? Leah, what do you think about that? I mean, it's really, it's so hard. I mean, you know, you try your best to market and you try to do different things. Why do you think they're just, you know, they buy books for themselves. Why are they not buying like they should for kids? I'll,
2: I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why exactly. I feel like right now there is, and I think this is so important because having children of my own, the technology, the devices is just taking over. I mean, yeah. the iPads, the iPhones, the, you yeah. know, uh, video games, all of that, who has time to read? I mean, they don't want to read. They want the, you, they want to play another video game. They want to, you know, be on the iPad. They want this. They want YouTube. They want it instant, instant, instant. And, um, the kin- you know, even even if they read on Kindle, it's fine, but at least they're reading, but it's, yeah. just, it's just right now the technology is just taking over. And parents, honestly, I, and I'm a parent, I know I'm not judging anybody, but it's kind of like a babysitter, you know, you, you, yeah. here you go, yeah. take the phone, take the iPad, I don't want to hear you for like half an hour, and, and that's what happens, and kids get addicted. They get addicted to things. And if you don't sit and make time and take away the devices and give them a break and say, no, you're going to actually be reading a book because... If we don't do that, they're not going to do that. And then it's just going to get yeah. worse and worse and worse. And it's just, yeah. you know, it's I see it in schools, in my kids' schools. I see they have reading time and they have separate groups for kids in different levels. And let me tell you, the levels of the more advanced reading is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And the groups that yeah. are struggling and that are not reading up to par at the level they're supposed to be reading are getting bigger and bigger. So what does yeah. that tell you? It just tells yep, you that, yep. you know... It's either it's either, you know, it has to stem from home. It has to stem from home because kids are more at home than they are at school. We know that. And they has to be it has to be time taken away from the te- devices and the technology, and they have to sit and they have to take an hour to read or even you know, they say, even if you read ten minutes a day and you add that throughout the year, I mean, you're yeah. reading. That's that, that's fine. Ten to twenty minutes a day, just reading. Yeah. You know what what that does to your brain, and especially children um, in the first five years. I mean, you know, Rich, you're a teacher. That's when their brains yep. are like sponges, and they are yep. they gather so. You know, and 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 I hear a lot of parents say like. Oh, you know, my my. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, my kids don't understand. Or he's only two. Believe me, they understand everything, and they are like sponges, and they get everything, and they look at even picture books are important without words, and just just turning that page and sitting and reading, and it stems from such a strong foundation for their future and yeah. for everything else. Because if they are so far behind. Um, on their reading skills they're far behind on their math they're far behind on their science yeah. it leads to everything statistics say that it goes you know if you're great at reading you're going to be you're going to be much better off in different subjects and um, and if okay. you're not it's going to take along. you know it's going to go along in there so um, it's really an important thing I'm really obviously you could see I'm really passionate about it and I feel like um, whatever we can do we teamed up with an amazing organization called Reading is Fundamental um, of Southern California they're all over the country and they are the biggest literacy organization, nonprofit organization in the United States. And they do wonderful thing, things um, with books. And um, we are so blessed to be partnered with them. And we, um, it's really we good. donate books to them. Yeah, and, and we're part of that in California. And hopefully that we can grow. And my, my vision is just to, you know, keep growing and keep. Um, and, and a lot of a lot of these underserved communities, what's, what's so heartbreaking is that, um, they, they, and a part of the reason why they don't read at home is because they don't have any books at home. Right. You know, they're right. They don't have the money mm-hmm. to buy new mm-hmm. books for them, and they mm-hmm. yeah. are struggling to read on their own, and they have other issues, and they're not, you know, they're, they're, it's just hard when you're, when you're looking at these underserved communities, and, and they don't have, a, you know, Age appropriate books for their children, and that's part of the reason. And so, that shouldn't be you know, that's we have so many resources today that that should never be a, a reason for a child not to read. And so, we're trying to do everything we can to get brand new books into these homes and into schools and into these communities that really, um, you know, don't have any books. And, and how can and a people, of- you know, I
1: mean, how do people tell people a little bit how they can donate their books to, well, you know. That's the- for-
2: the greatest mm-hmm. thing about magic beans is like the more authors we get and the more, the more um, we support these independent publish, these independent published books, because when you're, you know, we're only, we're only talking about self-published books because they're the ones that need the help. They're the underdogs. We want to get those books out there. We want to support them. We want to get them great. Not all of them are great. A lot of them need a lot of work because some people just say, Oh, I'm going to write a book and, send right, it to the world, right. and you know, yeah. and that's not the case. We're, we're, we're actually looking at avenues to try to get like, you know, experts on and stuff like that to, to help other authors because it's not just about writing a book. It's about writing a quality book and writing a book that has a positive message and a book that entertains children and, and all of that. So if we, and I see a lot of, there's a big shift in the self-publishing world because a lot of people are, are um, they're knowing that they're getting to know that, hey, you know what? Um, a lot of these traditional uh, publishing companies are taking a lot of the profit and it's very hard to get into them, and it's just it's just hard when you when you have it in your heart that you want to get a book out there, and you get stuck. So a lot there's a big shift in self-publishing. I'm seeing a lot of people um, going that route, which is phenomenal. Well, they have to because you
1: know I I mean I did I was an agent for years and years and years, and I had so many children's books that people were so good but they didn't want they just weren't taking them you know and they wanted people yep. that had already been out there and you know and they right. missed a lot and right now yep. they are missing the boat so mm-hmm. much. I mean, yeah, because, absolutely. and then they are taking books from all the movie stars, all the news people, oh, everybody, absolutely. but not regular people that have written really good books. Not that the other books mm-hmm. aren't good, but they're getting them and they're not paying attention to the independent market. And the independent market, that's why the children's books is suffering the most of people not paying exactly. attention. It's not easy to write a children's book. People think it is. You can't hold exactly. kids' not. attention, you have to be exactly. good at it. Absolutely. You know, yeah, and I'm that's really what the they don't understand. Yeah. Well, so what can I suggest? I know that, Rich, you do a lot. What do you think people should be doing now, too?
4: Well, the to other one, one is research is showing that, that children learn better from paperback and hardcover books than they do from, from e-books. The yeah. e-books are, are okay for older children or older adults. But for young children, they need. To, my grandchildren want a physical book. So that yes, when I my, send them a book, yeah. they say, don't, don't give us yeah. an ebook." Even though they have iPads, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. my son mm-hmm. and his wife will say, okay, uh, put down your iPads. Um, you're not going to – no iPads this evening. Or yeah. uh, no, you, you can have your iPad for a certain amount of time, and then that's it. So mm-hmm. they limit the amount of time on the iPad. But my granddaughter and grandson both love to read. And, they, mm-hmm. and there'll be times when the, I, we'll, we'll be visiting And they'll be called to dinner And they're in the middle of a book And they go, oh no, I, I, I want to finish this book Or I want to keep reading That's so great when, mm-hmm. when kids are hooked on a reading And hooked on yeah. books mm-hmm. When I taught reading in elementary and high school What I would do is um, I wouldn't use the State of California book Because I don't have to <laughs> And what I would do is I would Put out banker's box filled with with magazines for skateboarding and for Sports Illustrated, and I would put out mm-hmm. um, paperbacks and hardcovers, and I had parents and and Scholastic Book Club. Uh, I had tons of books, and then I would say to the students, "Okay, we're going to do a reading journal. Pick whichever book you want," and they would go, "What?" And I, mm-hmm. and I said, yeah, "Just go find the book that you like, and you're going to." Uh, I uh, keep a reading journal about that book and in the reading journal they would have they would number from 1 through 8 and they would say who the, the, what they're reading who it's about um, what happened, why it happened where and when so you mm-hmm. got the basic things for reading then they would have the toughest vocabulary word and they would have their opinion your opinion and how something happened so that would be 8 and I would say, okay, starting tomorrow, I'm going to have you stand up and talk about your book. If you don't like the book, that's okay. There are books I read I don't like, but mm-hmm. if you like the book or don't like the book, that's your opinion. But you don't have you don't have to finish your books because there are books I start and I don't finish. But at least try the book and see if you think you like it. And so I would have students stand up and then and I randomly call them students and I'd say, okay, tell us about your book. And they would say. Um, uh, it, it takes place in a, a, um, on another planet, and and there are these aliens. And then once they talked about the book, um, and it's in the future, and um, the toughest word in there was um, um, in procrastination. And so then once they did all that, other students would say, hey, I want to read that book when you're done. And yeah. it became a, a group activity to where – All of a sudden, and students would say, can I read an easy book? And I said, sure. I read easy books. And then other students say, oh, I want to get a hard book. I'm I'm looking for a difficult book. So I would have students reading um, high school and college books that were in the middle grades. And um, they would talk about them. And other kids would get motivated to read that book or or be interested in it.
3: J- Sounds like you're a good I know teacher, you are.
1: Judy. You always have No, I was just thinking so that's just, the
3: I mean, great, What a, what a great way to get the kids to be excited yeah, yeah. about books. Yeah. I'm, a friend of mine um, uh, was a reading teacher, and when when my kids were, you know, when I had my kids and they were we were reading to them, but when they started reading things on their own, as they got older, she said, "Whatever you do, she said, don't say you have to read this kind. Or you don't have to. She said, let them start with comic books." She said if they love comic oh, yeah. books, they're going to oh, work. Yeah. So we used to have comic I'll books or go to gaming store. I mean, not gaming stores, you know, comic yep. book stores. And, and, again, they're in their 30s, and they love to read now. I mean, they're just passionate. No, I, I, their whole I have life comic have been. books
4: in the classroom, and kids love those. And and I can remember as a, as a small child having a, a big orange crate filled with comic books mm-hmm. and uh, that's where I learned the word dinosaur. I, I saw a picture of a dinosaur, and I saw the word dinosaur, and I figured, okay, that must be the word dinosaur. Yeah, well, and exactly. so comic books can be very valuable for students, and 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 they enjoy them, and mm-hmm. the graphic art, and the, as yeah. well as the uh, vocabulary.
1: Liet what type of books – they... yeah, 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 go yeah, ahead. I, I was just was going to ask to... you also a question of what kind of books that you think there's a need for. So go ahead, okay, say what you are so, going to say, but then I was exactly
2: wondering about it. Medi- yeah, yeah that's, that was a perfect question because I'm just going to talk about why um, also with, with, um, with children, you have to meet them also where they're at, you know. And yeah. if there's a child that is going through a tough time with anxiety or with bullying or with, um, you know, having a hard time in school or not making any friends or whatever, wherever they're at in their life, or it could be a positive thing or whatever, To find a book that will relate to that topic, oh, my God, their their attention span and their interest in that book goes through the roof. And that's why I think it's so important with diverse books because a lot of the underserved communities and the children that are in these communities, they don't see books with themselves in the book. You know what I mean? They don't see, um, you know, uh, kids that look like them or kids that, you know, maybe have to same-sex parents or the disability, uh, they have a disability. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they don't see that at Barnes & Noble. Unfortunately, like you said, it's the celebrities that just get in there and then they have, a you know, and, and it's the, the cookie-cutter books that we see a lot of, which, which are great books too. But a lot of these kids need that diversity and that outside-the-book box and what books that they can relate to. And when they relate to a book like that, that they say, well, wow, yes. I'm having that anxiety, and I, you know what, I'm having, you know, I, I dealt with bullying or I dealt with this. I mean, they want to, they wanna you know, read more, and they want to, they're interested, and they, they feel like they're valued. And that's really my passion with self-published books is I want people, because you are a self-published author. You can write about anything. Right, and you can that's get your a good book thing. The there. freedom. That's freedom. the best thing. You have that freedom, and you don't have a publisher telling you, nope, you can't say that, and no, you can't say that, and uh, those pictures aren't you – you, you, you don't have that. So with common sense, obviously, look at what is important in your, in your, you know, the children in your life that you know of and what they're going through and dealing with, because a lot of the time I look for those books when I want to, you know, uh, talk to my kids Explain, about something right. or something. Yeah, my son was dealing a lot with anxiety in his school and a lot of, you know, and he's so young. And as much as you can talk to him and stuff, but if I read him a book about a kid that's going through that, I mean, it's so different. You know, the message gets through to them and they they understand. And it's just, it's such a difference. And I really, really... Want these indie authors to write about diverse and important topics and outside the box topics and topics about, and so yeah. that these children will relate to them and they'll see themselves in these books and they'll want to read they'll want to read their interest level is going to go up and, and yeah. that's what it is it's you whatever interests you and whatever you see that's what you that's what you want to read so you know there's
1: that, one problem my, we were talking number, about is oh, go ahead go ahead rich go ahead
4: um that's why my my number one bestseller is why are there bullies and what can you do about them because exactly. it has role playing it has interaction between adults and children or children and children or just a child alone and it talks about what why is someone a bully and wh- and it it starts with a question for the student and adults to think about and discuss and then you turn the page and there's some possible answers and then exactly. Um uh, you know, what makes somebody a bully? Well, some people have a bad home life or their parents, but also some kids are just bullies just because they are. And so that type of what can you do about it? Well, well, you roll. But some of the bullies
1: that start when they're little, they, they continue on when they're older.
4: Exactly. It, you know, and they, they become, get away with yeah.
1: it and then it continues on. And that's the oh, bad thing. Yeah, you
4: anxiety. know, like
1: one of the problems is scholastic that I, I feel you know, uh, I've been to places where they won't have won't let me come but they'll because scholastic comes in, brings boxes of books, no authors, just boxes of books and the kids they let them get the books. But the independent author who wants to come to the schools and wants to talk to the kids and the kids love to read interact with the authors, they're not invited as much anymore. And that's one of the bad problems. So I'm hoping that you can make a difference with that by making people see that these independent books belong in the schools.
2: Absolutely. And let me tell you, this is why we, um, first of all, that's why we started the bookstore because I think that's what separates us from every other bookstore that is online is because we we are looking for these diverse outside-the-topics. Outside the box books, and the other thing is that we're we want to support indie authors so that when when they submit their book, let's say and they send us a book for review, they are so happy to like make a dedication, find the book, and they know that that book is going to go to a good place and to a home that you know yep. that needs it yep. so and and I think that um, with reading is fundamental, there's such an amazing organization and what we do and what they do is they have different schools come out. To their um, warehouse and they get to choose um, different books and they get to choose different books and take them to the schools. And then the, the kids, okay, these kids that live in these communities um, that are not the wealthiest, not the, you know, uh, and they come and they choose, the, they take the books home. They, I mean, they take the books to the school, and then the, the kids choose the books that they want. The kids come that's in, good. and they choose the books that they want, and they get to take them home. They get to take them home, and they get to keep them, Wonderful. and that's like their very own book, which is so amazing. But they didn't have any indie books in their shelves. That's where we came in. So a yep. lot of these books were like these these the traditional published books, and, and I said, you know what? You guys need a shelf that has independent books with yep. different topics, different this, and... Oh my God! We just did a presentation with like I don't know, it was like over 200 um, educators from different schools that came, and when I talked about the the different books that we have in our bookstore, I mean, oh my God! They came up to us at the end and they said, "Wow, we were looking for a book about that. We wanted a book about divorce. We're looking for. We Mm -hmm. have a book called It's so good to hear. Yeah, and they wanted that because they know that their students will relate to them. Their students are in those books, and so and so that's what we're trying to do. We want to get as many books as we can donated to reading is fundamental so that these kids have more of a, you know, the, the independent books are also there to choose from. And, um, and that's why I, I feel like this is something that can really, really make a huge difference. Like you said, Marsha. And I think we just yeah. need the support of, of, of parents, of educators, of um Of authors I think if all the indie of,
1: authors, if all the indie like look at there's there 's tons of them, if everybody gets together and starts to you know share each other 's work and you know and not be selfish and think only of themselves that I think this would be a better place for kids if people started absolutely. sharing what other people wrote and you know, I mean, listen, I have a lot of authors on the show, and they write sexy books, they write thrillers, yeah. they write horror books, but, you know, they really need to think about the kids that, you know, and a lot of the the people that are doing personal assistance, like I have a wonderful one, but they don't do children's books, and I've been with many people that do banners, and they do marketing and whatever, but they're not taking children's books. They take the sexy books, they take the thrillers, but they don't take children's books, so it's they're not getting out to a lot of different people that yeah. they should be, you know, yeah. and if there's, and there's anybody there's listening. For everybody.
2: Yeah. Right, if there's, there's a person, if there's our people a that
1: are it. marketing, market help the marketing make a plan and let the people that have independent books that are children's start marketing them, you know, and they'll pay. You know, I believe now, years ago, I didn't believe people should pay for services, but you need to because you cannot People that are doing services cannot work for free forever. I worked for free for so many years, and I think people need to now know they need to pay sometimes to have some services. They can't get everything for free. Absolutely. They want books
2: for <laughs> free. You, they
1: want everything for free. Yeah, that's so true. It's and, and
2: it's not fair. And and they think, like, oh, you know, I'm an author, so I don't want to help any other authors because that might take away yeah. from me. no. No, there's room for everybody, everybody. (laughs) And you can have you the more you help people. This is what I feel in my life. The more you help people that comes back to you tenfold. So I feel like you have to have to lift other people up and support each other. And and, in the bottom line, all of it comes down to our children and their future because yeah. they're really the foundation of everything. So come on. Right. I mean, exactly so I think it's, I said. think it's the Same responsibility, talk- right. Of people that are
1: listening now. And for people that just think, Oh book, you know, give, Books as presents for the holidays. I mean, my yeah. goodness. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. this is really what they need to do. You know, that kids love books. I mean, they when they get them they in their hands. Them. So, so yeah. that's what. Don't you know? You can get them candy. You can get them this. You can get them a toy. But they really, if you get them books, they'll keep them forever. I mean, it's so, so important. I have books from when I was a kid.
2: I have. I gave yeah. them to my children. I I kept books that are the point when i was a child and i treasured yep. those books now i can give them to my children and i that means a lot and even you know what's so cute is my five-year-old when when she gets a book she opens up the book and she smells it she like sniffs the book and, she, and i'm like why you, why do you do that she, oh, I, love, I love this new book account. and she gets like she lights up and i go oh I hope she never loses that. I hope she never loses that because that that is it's it's books are just amazing you know what 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 better thing to give a child than than a whole other world you know of a book to take them somewhere so and I that's really what should
1: be. I mean, and that's why, you know, that's why this show is so important. I mean, the people that are on the show, you know, like Rich, I mean, you've helped so many people. And, you know, and Mandy's doing the same. And Liette, who's here, is, I mean, this is, when I saw this, I said, this is a good thing. You know, and, you know, if authors, this is how I look at it. We have to, we're practically giving our books away free most of the time. So why don't we mm-hmm. just donate them and at least feel good that we did something that you know that you're giving a book that's going to be used to help someone that wants to read you know because let's face it you know as well as I do even if they're 99 cents they don't want to read them I mean it's ridiculous you know and so I think so for me if I donate I'm thinking great then I'm giving it where I at least the book is going to people that want to read it you know because this is what we people should think about that you know is right. to donate uh, that It your book nobody ever knows where those books go you could end up meeting someone Ten, in fact I once did somebody said I, I read your book I'm going like what I mean and they were in another city I go like yeah they said it was at a, you know I think it was somewhere where they were selling books and something was you know out and they said they, my book was there and it was I don't even know who they were, but I, that's where a book can end up somewhere we don't know it is. And we don't know who's reading our books, which is the fun of it. But what's great, you
2: yeah, know. right, but just to make a point, Marsha, is that with our bookstore, they are not, like, they're not donating – they're sending us the book so that we can review the book and we can promote it and they, can, they enter contests and all that stuff. And so they are marketing their book. You know what I mean? They're using that's true, their, right, their, right. Their, which I mean, is true because ta- yeah, you should
1: talk about that so, too because right, you have a program, you have services you offer, which I did absolutely. myself also. It and it's absolutely. very reasonable and it's important because this way you can get your book out there. I I think
2: You're getting your book out there and the, the I'll give you an example. I went, we went to that um, that conference where all those you know those people were there and we presented and I had a one of the one of the uh, directors came up to me and said, Oh my god, I saw this book called Cosmo Is Adopted on your bookstore and I love it and I would love to get a signed copy from the author and she was like raving on and on and on and she found that book on through the magic theme, you know, so it's great there's See, a I lot think that
1: right. I think what you're doing absolutely. is really important because, and if people go to your site, I mean, I actually put it on the show page too, Rich, you're there, and Judy, you're there, you know, because that's where they can go in and you have a program where they can sign up and do different things, you know, right, because it's not all donating, because it's also oh, no. to get their marketing, yeah, yeah. because that's like a number one thing that people need to do, and we don't like to do, actually, but we do it.
2: Absolutely. So the first thing is we're we want to support any author that not willing be- but then sending us their books for review and book of the month contest and all that stuff, they're getting a lot of publicity that way. If their books go into, a, you know, we don't we don't hoard the books and keep all the books to ourselves, obviously. Then we're going to take all those books, and then we give them to children who need them, and that's the whole point. So you're getting help. The children are getting help. It's a win-win. Right. You know, it's a
1: win-win. It's a, I think
2: so. And that's I, why I think it's a great idea. It
1: was a terrific absolutely. idea.
4: Thank you know, Rich,
1: you. did you want to read I something? So. And leah, uh, do you want to read something, I know, or do you want to read something today or um you don't have sorry. to you um, don't have to
2: i don't have anything to read but i can um just give you an idea of a statistic that i wanted to all just right good yeah that uh all all everybody should know and let me find it here really quick okay this is what i just wanted to say that the single most significant factor influencing a child's early educational success is an introduction to books and being read to at home prior to even beginning school, which is amazing to me. Yeah. That yeah. they need to be at home. And that um, reading to kids early on can help boost literacy rates over the long term. We know that. But an estimated 77% of children who are read to are more likely to read or attempt to read on their own versus 57% of kids who don't have regular story time at home. So story time is so crucial. Yeah. And also 85% of youth who come into con- 85, which is a huge number, percent of youth who come into contact with the courts and juvenile and, you know, uh, just bad stuff are considered to be functionally illiterate, which means they're reading below basic level. So that look at that correlation. I mean, eighty-five percent of kids who really get into trouble and stuff are not reading at the level they're supposed to. So there's something to that, and I just I think, this, there's, I know, think there's I think there's a lot
1: to that, and I'm sure that Rich and Judy that. both yeah. think. I mean, it's that's yeah. Uh, yeah. it's really so important. You know, I mean, uh, the first time that I saw um, Rich when you were out there with the, you know, you were talking about reading is fundamental and how important that was. You know, I mean, I think somebody we lost somebody here. What happened, Liette? Are you here?
2: Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, Rich, did gone. we
1: lose you? I think I lost him.
2: Oh no, I lost Rich.
1: Maybe he'll call back. Maybe he'll call, he'll call back. back. Yeah,
3: but you know what I you're think, saying I think is the so other important to Marcia. Is mm-hmm. um, you know, we talk about reading, and I think it's really important. But one of the things I found through the years too is that that just that time, whether it be with a one parent, two parents, relatives. I think there's the other component is just that somebody is is with Absolutely. them reading to them, you know. Yeah. Um, besides yeah. the books, is that con? You know, it's that
2: the contact yeah.
3: important person. You know, this person t- is taking the time of you know to read to me, and mm-hmm. I I just think that's real important. It's, it's, I think they'll it's, remember um, that
1: years to you come. Know? I think Rich, are you back, mm-hmm. Rich? Rich? Yes. Um, okay, you're back. We well, lost well, you. We really lost now, you. This I is live really. show. This is how. This is live. Do you want to read something or not?
4: Well, I can. If you I don't, you don't have one. to. You don't.
1: You you yeah, don't have I, to.
4: I can, I can read one that I like because it's a girl who uh, breaks the stereotype. So okay. This girl is not going to be your stereotypical girl. It's called Rapunzel tells her own story. And she says, ah, come on now. Do you actually believe those stories they tell about me? Let me, Rapunzel, tell you the true story. What? Don't you like my short? She says, it all started when I was a baby. Aren't I cute? Except that I'm bald. Most newborn babies are bald. Since I was my mother's first child, she thought that something was wrong with me. My mother named me Rapunzel. It means lamb's lettuce. What a weird name. My mother summoned a witch. To give me more hair. The witch, Mother Gother, rubs smelly plants and oils on my head. Phew, I can still remember <laughs> that awful day. Yuck. For, t- for talking back to my mother and father, I'm sent to Mother Gother. I'm only 12 years old. Mother Gother locks me in a tall tower. What will become of me? Living in the tower is fun. I have a- my pet dog to keep me company. Ain't Rumpel, Rumpel cute? Rumpel likes to sleep a lot. I have a spacious kitchen, bathroom, and bedroom. With my indoor garden, I grow my own food. I have a bookshelf filled with books that I love to read. I let down my long red hair to lasso to lasso some wildflowers from my bedroom. I'll save the seeds to grow them in my garden. I'm now 18 years old. Happy birthday <laughs> to me. Outside my tower house, I hear a horse slowly trotting. Walking behind the horse is a prince who looks like someone pictured in one of my books. Mm -hmm. The trotting horse has no saddle. I yell out the window, Hey, Prince, were you thrown off the horse and (laughs) lost your saddle? The prince laughs and answers, How did you guess? You must have good eyesight. I'm trying to catch my horse. By the way, what's your name? Can I visit you? I say my name is Rapunzel. The door to the tower is heavily locked. If I tie my hair around something, you might climb up my hair to visit. I cut off my hair, and tie it to the leg of the kitchen table. Then I throw the end of my hair out the window. I say to Rumpel, don't run with scissors in your mouth. Put down those scissors carefully. The prince yells, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. He climbs my hair and says, I've come to rescue you, my fair lady. I yell back, I don't need rescuing. I was getting ready to leave this tower before you showed up. <laughs> prince climbs in he says, Do you believe in love at first sight? Because suddenly I'm in love with you. I replied, I believe in love and long engagements before I marry But first I want to see the world and travel on my own with my little dog, Rumpel. Let's climb down my cut hair and go our separate ways. I wander the world, taking odd jobs as a cook. After many years, I returned to my parents' castle. My mother and father welcomed me. They offered to rent me the castle as a restaurant. Mother and father by another castle near the ocean. And which of these do you think is the meaning, moral, or lesson of this fable? Number one, stand on your own two feet. Number two, you choose your life. Number three, sometimes just let your hair down. Number four, I myself think it means. And the next page says, fables can have meanings that are not the same for different people. Any of these are possible answers. Number one, stand on your own two feet. Number two, you choose your life. Number three, sometimes just let your hair down. Number four, I myself think it means, it's not the end. I live happily ever after. It's just the beginning of my wonderful new life. What would you like for dinner? That's, See, that's, really you
1: know what, that's really good. That's really That's so cute. That's so cute. See, that's really cute.
4: That's really good for young girls. A girl, girl that's independent and doesn't depend upon some... Knight in shining armor, or some prince to come and rescue her. She's going to stand on her own two feet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, you I know it, it is so true. That's so cute. I really like that because that is, is true. Cute. Because but little girls still think of Prince Charming when we don't need Prince Charming, we can just oh, do I, it ourselves. I
2: change all the fairy tales <laughs> endings when I read my story, the stories to my daughter. I change them all at the end.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, mean, I, hate update it. I
2: hate the way they end. <laughs>
1: I know you have to update them. I know. Yeah, you know, and that's really true. You know, and, I have uh, you an know. Eighth grade
4: girl, I, I had an eighth grade girl who said to me, I said, you know, you need to study hard because and stand on your own two feet because someday you have to take care of yourself. Mom and dad won't take care of you. And she says, oh, no, not me. I don't need to do anything because I'm going to marry a rich guy. And See, I said, yeah. I said, See, that's here. Here we go. Ball. That's
1: where, that's like the past, said, you know. And it, you, it, yeah,
4: you, can't you do have to that. be strong. You, you, said, you, you can't think that way because what happens is that that rich guy might might uh, mistreat you. That rich guy might um, dump you. you. You you have to stand on your own two feet. And that rich area. guy might get Find poor. <laughs> rich guy could be yeah, poor no, too. be poor the next day. <laughs> 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 goes, oh, it, you know it's, it's true money. though
1: and see those are the books that are in the libraries mm-hmm. about the old way that's a new way you know that it's, it's such a good yeah. take on an older book that shows what a woman a young girl can think we can we can oh, think awesome. of different things that's a good one i, I like that yes i yeah. think so and you know is there anything else you'd like to say you know i i know liette you haven't been on before so is there something you want to say that we've missed here or you know that you want to talk about?
2: Um, no, I just I think this was a great conversation. I think that's what we have to do. We just have to keep the conversation yes. going because I feel like a lot of people um, are not aware of the literacy problem that we have in 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 the United States and we're not even talking about the world. We're just talking about the US and it shouldn't be yes.
1: um yeah. Yeah. this
2: day and age such a problem and such a crisis and such a we should you know, not be having in no. We should not be having that and I feel like if we're all aware of it and just bring it bring some attention to it and start reading more and put our devices down. And we're not, and it's, we're part of the problem too, because I'm also, you know, on my phone a lot. And I know that a lot of parents are busy and it's like a very crazy, busy world we live in and yeah. we always go, 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 go. And we're always on our, on our devices, on our things. And we're, you know, kids are, uh, they, they see, they see that. And they, it's what you do, not what you say, you know, and they see, wait, uh, I mean, are, I
1: myself know that over the years, this cannot be good. I was talking to Judy this morning, it's actually, and we talked about this. You know, the thing is is that sometimes, you know, with all this publishing and whatever, we, we think we're forgetting how much fun it is to write, and we're forgetting that uh, what that's what we do. It's marketing that really – it kind of is a, is a block on people, mm-hmm. and I myself have fallen into it in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because I used to write so much more, and I'm thinking – I don't, I don't really think marketing is fun, but I do love to write. So I think that some of the authors out there were so bogged down with marketing and you mm-hmm. know liking and sharing and we're on Instagram, yeah. we're on everything that we're not getting what we really want to say out there. We're just remarketing everything we do, and it, it at the time it, it's like boring. And I don't want writers to stop writing because of that. You know, and we may not yeah. make a million dollars, but we can have a lot of people love our books, and that is a good oh. thing that's Absolutely. The best, and you
2: have to remember your why. You have to remember your why, even though it's, it is hard yeah. and it's part of the whole deal and everything. You have to remember, you know, you want this mm-hmm. in, a, in a child's hand and you want to make them smile and you want to make them happy. And if people are doing this to get rich and to make millions of dollars, then you know, find no. another thing because they need to find like something else, <laughs> right, yeah, right? This exactly. is not it, just right? Like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I, I like, like the part of the getting your message degree. out.
1: Getting the message out, it's very interesting because we really don't talk about that much on this show, and I'm glad we Mm -hmm. did today because if people are out there, you know, there are places to go when you have a book with a message because if it's not the message that one of the six big publishers would want, it doesn't matter because if it's a message that's important, it will get out there if you write the book. If you don't write the book, it will never get out there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And for the all the well, Marsha. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Sorry. No, no, that's okay. I, I was going to say they
2: need, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I just it's hard <laughs> when you're on the phone because <laughs> they're so It's like, oh, they've already said about it in
1: the radio. Right. You don't know mm-hmm. we're not in the same room. <laughs>
3: right. So, before yeah. we end Marsha though, can we get like everybody's website too? Yeah, I'm going to do that. You know, but I
1: also on the show page everybody is out everybody it's on the show page. And we will get there. But, all right, is there anything, Rich, you want to talk about? Or
4: is that pretty Uh, much covered today? Audiobooks, uh, kids need to work on listening skills. And so that's why I have uh, free audiobook codes, free children's audiobook codes uh, for honest reviews. Because uh, ACX uh, Audiobooks allows um, audiobook publishers to hand out uh, 20 or 50 or 100 uh, free audio books, um, and if, if those can be shared and if teachers can use them in the classroom to to talk about listening skills, who was the story about? What happened? Where did it happen? So are they doing
1: that, though, Rich? Are the teachers coming in? I mean, you have a, there's a site that you started, right? So what can people do? And myself, I have to do this, okay, because I have a lot of codes, too. So to put them on the site,
4: Probably the most valuable thing, besides putting the code on the site, um, audio book codes or uh, children's audio book codes, um, free children's audiobook codes, codes, uh, can be to share um, the children's books. Because every time somebody posts, I try to share. Um, and you do. Thank, you, thank
2: share, you for that. You're the, so supportive, Rich. You're so supportive.
4: Uh, yes, I very do. supportive. Well, you know, and I think what's happened
1: is a lot of people aren't sharing anymore, but I did hear something the other day. It's not that they're not sharing it, it's. They're not seeing it because I think that only 25 of the last people that have seen our posts are getting out there. That's what I heard. Somebody put that out the other day, and I kind of believe it because it's very different than it was years ago. So maybe Instagram might be better or other things because they're not coming out and they're not seeing it. It's not that they're not sharing it. They don't even see it. Hmm. That's a problem.
2: Well, you. I, I also think that there's a lot of uh, – there's there's a lot. It's overwhelming what's out there. There's so much of everything. Yeah. Um, so yep. a lot of people just go in and they just kind of close, close, close. It's kind of like, you know, we don't have time to breathe anymore. It's like time – it's, time, it's crazy. I know. I know. So, so
1: I, know. I
2: feel like there's, you have to be in the right um, – there's a lot of groups out there. Make sure that you can post in, in – I would put – I would start looking at teachers groups, um, you know, educational groups and stuff like that. Put posts out there with the code because a lot of teachers do – Read and school with the audio. Right, so what did, you know, the what, audio
1: is it, what did you just say?
2: Teachers groups?
1: I mean, you just yeah. you find them yeah, on Facebook, or where are you finding you, them?
2: Yeah, you find them on Facebook. You find them okay. there, yeah, all over. Um, there, there's a lot of them on Facebook. They have thousands and thousands of, uh, um, you know, members and all that, and there are a lot of the educators also on, on Twitter, um, okay. It's just social media is gone so, it's crazy. It's crazy. I you know. You have to find one, the one platform that you like and that you relate to and kind of, you know. Uh, yeah, because the ACX
1: there. gives you, you're right, Rich. I mean, they do. And, you know, and the, the problem is... Um, it gets confusing because people don't understand how to do it, and I wish they, it was much easier before when it first started, because then you could just click on and they can get the gift, and it was easy. But it's not as easy as it was now, and sometimes they don't even go and collect it if you give them a free code.
4: Right. I've had some that aren't. I've had people ask for them, and then they don't.
1: yeah they they don't get them, and so I don't know how no. to change that. That's the problem.
4: I hope, I hope ACX some does that trouble. someday. Yeah, people have trouble submitting on a mobile phone or on a tablet, and they have to go. They need to go to a desktop or a laptop because it doesn't, yeah. somehow it doesn't work on the mobile phone. Or Maybe tablet. that's a I problem. All right. Hard. So
1: ACX. So people out there know ACX is Audibles, okay? And Audibles are out. You see commercials for them. I mean, Audibles is huge. So yeah, that, uh,
2: and
0: it,
1: yes, you have to go into Audibles and sometimes, or in the person's page. Um, like if you see a book you might see the fact that there's an audio book right next to it you know and then you can click it and one of the problems is is it it's expensive it's not cheap that's a problem
4: but, you
1: know and Martha, so that's why if you get cheap free cheap codes do what but
4: I do. okay yeah. ready here's here's it's not expensive if you do this you join audible for one month get the book that you want that's super expensive or whatever yeah. and then you if you Quit subscribing to Audible. You are still a member, oh. and so I'm. I don't subscribe to Audible anymore, but I'm still a member, and so the audiobook codes I can still use them and get free books on Audible oh. without having to pay a monthly service fee.
1: I've been paying a monthly service for years. Right, I, that's no, an interesting.
4: No, you're not, you're I, I'm not.
1: hoping that they fix that. I really do. I'm hoping that they make it more affordable for people, like, you know, the e-books maybe. It's expensive, and that's the problem. That's why I'm happy to give free codes, but they don't know how to use it, and that's not their fault because they haven't made it easy enough. So, But I think you're – and, I'm going to try that. go on the teachers' groups. That's a good idea
3: to do that. Yeah. I okay. even Marsha? There's what? there's also um Judy? um again you have to apply for it and there is a fee. But um I've been been pleased with um, Mom's Choice Awards. Can, we'll take <laughs> indie books. And it, I know, it, but that's expensive. You know what? It is it, expensive. You know, yeah. It's it, very it, expensive. It, it's one of the and ones if you have it, it, a little extra money. I think I forget how much it costs. But I just want it's to tell lot. you, we
2: have the 50% off code. If you guys are going to go through Magic Scenes, if your book is on with that, and you want to apply for a Mom's Choice Award, it's 50% off with that. I'll give you a clue. Oh, summary. I did
3: not realize that. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm. Yeah. I'm Maybe a mom's I should choice do that. Person. Maybe yeah. I
2: should do that. I know. I never.
3: I like did that what they've it, done. I mean, you know, I I'm just on, didn't see. Yeah. I
1: thought it was expensive for people to do. So you know, and I. It's a one-time. It's, it's a one-time fee. Yeah, it's a one-time fee. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but the fifty percent maybe people will do. That's yeah, a great deal. We did, a, we
2: did deal. a webinar with them, and they um, they actually got a lot of people uh, from us, and they were able to give us that discount code. And going forward, we That's can use great. it as well. So, so you go oh, on your I site. I did not realize
3: that because I get their stuff regularly. I did, I did not realize that. You can yeah. go
1: on your site and find it there. What's it under? No, Just, no. Uh, well,
2: you you go you go email email me at magicbeansbookstore at gmail Okay. Uh-huh. And your book, if it's a self published book. We can uh-huh. put you on with Magic Beans, and then and just so you know, our membership is like crazy. It's so low, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's like right. less I'm than a I'm on your, I'm on your membership. Right, right. It's yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, we, it's nothing. It's really, it's nothing. So um um yeah, go email me, and then we'll, once your book is I on will. with us, and we get the code. And then we give you the code, and then I'll uh, I'll send you with the rep because we have a rep that's working with us directly. So then she'll walk you through. Oh, that's great. And do it. That's good, right? That's because good. right, it right, very good. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. It
1: sounds like yeah. a great idea. Because yeah. they do promote oh, whatever, a lot. Whatever
2: it is. Whatever it takes to help indie authors, that's what we're about. And we're also going to start something on Facebook within our group um, just to have guest speakers on that have been there, done that, like yourself, Marsha, like Rich, um, that have had some success with, you know, writing and all that, just to get more quality books and more diverse books out there. And so we're going to do like a live, you know, obviously free, whoever wants to listen to it, but a lot of tips and tricks and stuff to help people, um, to help, you know, authors and support them and um, give them some ideas and stuff. So I think that will help too. Right, and you know,
1: and uh, you know, as always, if you know people that want to come on the show and they're indie, you know, they can just contact me. I'm gonna, you know, figure out how to do this. But I can put, I, you know, I've had it with uh, um, romance writers. We could have five or six on at a time because a lot of people don't want to be on the show by themselves. So that's why I think the shows with a few people are much better because this way it's not all on them. And um, I don't, that no, well, they get uncomfortable, you know, they're afraid and I get it, you know, because I remember when I went on the show the first time, it wasn't, I didn't like it, it you know, I was afraid. You know, and that was eleven okay. years ago, so I haven't been. But I. You're so I, easy to I, talk to, Marsha. You're so easy to talk
2: to. How can anybody be afraid? It's so you're so. You're so
1: well. well, they're used to that already, <laughs> right? Because they, I, I like to tell them all the mis- the things I've done that are wrong, and this way, this way. I mean, honestly, you know, these are some very good ideas today that people can listen to, and you know, because like, we don't all know everything, and that's how we all learn Absolutely. from each other. Absolutely. And,
0: Absolutely. And I think that it's, it's
1: I I think that your site is going to really help a lot of people. I really do. And Rich, your site does already because people are meeting other people. So these are good things that we never had as children's Absolutely. authors. Yeah, it might we make me write another children's book. Yeah, <laughs> please write another it children's might, book. It might because in Judy, and Judy, I know we say we I, we said we're never going to write other children's books, and then already I'm thinking, well, maybe I will write other children's books. Um, yeah. So you know, because I I like it though. I mean, I always loved it, and it was such so hard to promote children's books before, you know, and so I think it's coming around now.
3: You know, I think well, it's a different world think... too. A publishers yeah. and indie a g- open the doors. I remember yeah. doing one years ago like my best friend moving or frankly my best friend got killed, you know, years ago, really? it's like you don't wow. talk about topics like that. I mean, yeah. this is
2: wow. you know,
3: yeah. years ago yeah. it's like you do not, yeah. you know, write a book about a topic like that.
1: But I think yeah. that but I think saying what you're saying Three
4: children need yeah. to see, hear that, and read that.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Children need everything everything that we think, oh my god, this is they need to hear it. They need to hear it, and they need to read about and, it. Right, and
1: you know what? Kids yeah. are, it's it's not any different than, you know, every, kids are kids no matter what year it's from. It doesn't matter. They're exactly. still kids. Exactly. You know, exactly. they, it, it's not about cell phones when they're like two years old, and, you know, I mean, they, they still like the same kind of books that they liked before, you know. So I think that's yes. a good thing. All right, so on that note, everybody you know i'm going everybody can give their website and where they can be found and it was so great to meet you lad I haven't met you before, so it's really great. oh, it's I hope pleasure. you'll come back so you Anytime so you want to come me. back. you're welcome, rich, Absolutely. you know thank you too. can come back at any time um, you know,
3: and Judy, you. you know that's it you're stuck with me, <laughs> so, Marsha. no yeah, I know <laughs> no actually it was very nice <laughs> you know, it was very nice we've never, we've never
1: met we've never met mm-hmm. in person can you uh, after all these years? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Someday.
3: A writer's conference (laughs) someday.
1: (laughs) I know. But it was nice speaking with
3: Rich and Liette, so
2: thank you. Yes, Liette, all right, so say where they can find you. Mm -hmm. Um, With my website, it's um, magicbeansbookstore.com, and you can email us there and find us there and go to our collection page and see our books. And if you want to submit a book, there's an author submission page on there as well. And um, and I'm on Facebook as well. I have a Facebook page and a group, Magic Beans Bookstore Group. So all over. Thank you so yeah, much again. she's all, all over. And thank
1: time. you so much for coming on, Rich. Oh, my pleasure.
4: Oh, I'm glad you did. My, Rich. Mm-hmm. My my email is teachers at yahoo dot com. The joke that goes with this is the kindergartner goes to school and comes home upset, and the mother says, "What's the matter?" And he says, oh, "That teacher doesn't know anything. All she does is ask questions." And the <laughs> <teacher's> <laughs> up, and the teacher's That's job. And then the other one is: um, I on Facebook, I have a group called Books for Children, and then um, free children's audiobook codes, Audible book code, audiobook codes. For Honest Reviews, it's, that's on Facebook also.
1: That's really, that's a good, I know. I have to tell I'm going to do that. I have to do that. I know. Okay, and Judy?
3: Yeah, I'm a Judy, it's oh in Judy word, Judy Snyder, dot rcom And that has everything. I mean, that has my books, interviews, but also one of the things I do is my husband and I write songs, so it has the, the, um, uh, uh, Songs on there that we we didn't sing, and they're we good. Had produ- they're good. They're very good. They're produced they're in um you know by a, a sound studio, and so there those are there. And and my one thing I didn't say is that I'm still trying to get my thriller. I'd love to see for a lifetime movie or something like that as well as um, Marcia and I and my sister Mary have there you a go. suspense <laughs> you script. i got to get that in suspense script we're <laughs> trying to push.
0: <laughs> right. So you are those doing, are the doing other doing things. Well.
3: I, so when I said I'm not writing, I, I should really, you know, we're marketing, aren't we, I guess. <laughs> so it's JudySnyder.com <laughs> for people to go uh, to. And to. I
1: am at um, MichiganAvenueMedia.com or com and if you want to be on the show, just you can email me or whatever. You know, I'm always on Facebook, so – let me know if you want to come on. And thank you all for being thank on you, for a great show. And thank uh you. next week I have a show too oh on Monday. It's a really good topic that we've not done before. It's um sexy larger woman and there's an anthology out and Elizabeth Black will be with me, and it's going to be different stories because everybody thinks you have to be perfect to be sexy, and that's really not true. So not um, that true. should be an interesting topic. We have not be had interesting that before. Show. Mm-hmm. Yes, very interesting. Okay, you never know what you're going to hear on this show. I don't know. <laughs> well, thank you for week. having us, and happy Halloween, okay, everybody. Thank
0: you. Happy Halloween. thank you. happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. <laughs> Halloween. Thank you guys.
1: Yes. Uh, bye bye. Don't need too much candy. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.